What's up, everyone? I'm your host, Tiffany Hoyd, and you're listening to Hogs Havens Riled Up. I am here with my co-host, my girl, Alana Bearfield. What's up, Alana? I'm, I'm okay, Tiffany. I, I've had better days. <laughs> and I know our fans have had better days also. Well, I mean, it, it's craziness out here. It, there might be a little bit of a silver lining in it all. And if you're wondering what we're talking about right now, we're talking about the fact that Dwayne Haskins has been let go. Yes, let go. Not traded, released. <laughs> there is a difference, and we'll get into that. Yeah, he's been let go. And I, I want to get, I want to jump right into it with our guest today. We have Marcus Matthews. He's a, a graduate of Howard University. You know how much I love saying Howard University. Uh, he is a DMV native, a longtime Washington football team fan, and the head of social for ESPN's The Undefeated. So without further ado, welcome to the show, Marcus. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, we really definitely appreciate you coming on to the show, especially with the news of Dwayne Haskins. I mean, we knew this day was going to come, but we didn't think it was going to come this soon. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like the rug yeah. got pulled up underneath <laughs> from us. Uh, you know, the biggest question on, you know, fans' minds, my mind definitely, is does this mean mm. Dwayne Haskins shouldn't play in the NFL altogether? Or does this just mean that Haskins and watch the Washington football team was not a great fit? Uh, I think it's a little bit of both. Um, I th- I definitely think that it wasn't a good fit. Um, the The last regime that was here uh, with Coach Gruden really didn't want him. They actually wanted Daniel Jones instead of Haskins. And, I mean, we would have been in a much better position anyway. But, I mean, I think Daniel Jones is a better quarterback than than Haskins but so like you know coming in he was already doomed from the start I mean you know Daniel Snyder you know flexed his owner muscles and was able to convince them to you know pick him instead of uh, Daniel Jones because he was a local kid his son went to high school you know with Dwayne and so you know I mean I guess if, <laughs> if that's the the, the 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 criteria you're going to go by to pick your franchise quarterback you know and then trying to rebound from the whole RG3 debacle I guess that's what they wanted to do. And then so it's just it's just I think this the 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 deck was stacked against him, you know, from the jump because you mm-hmm. know he was forced upon, you know, that that situation. And so, you know, Gruden didn't really kind of believe in him and then they didn't really do their all to develop him, you know, as to the point where he should have been developing as a rookie QB. And then once Gruden, you know, got fired, then it's like, okay, they just threw Dwayne into the fire. And so you was hoping that, you know, I think he played eight games as a rookie QB last year. So you hoping that, you know, through that process, you know, he'd take his lumps and grow from it. And then, you know, he had have a whole off season to come back and, you know, be a better quarterback, but, you know, COVID happened. So it wasn't really, you know, the, the traditional off season and training camp and preseason, but, you know, they still gave him the starting job anyway, even though I, I, in my opinion, that they didn't really feel that he was the best quarterback on the roster, but it's like Alex Smith wasn't ready to go. And then Kyle Allen was still kind of, you know, catching up, even though he played, you know, in in um, the same sort of system, you know, for Coach Rivera last year in, um, in Charlotte. But just looking at 
just looking at Haskins like on the field every time he played, it it really didn't look like he was getting better. It looked like he was just getting worse every time he played. And it's just like he the mistakes that he were making, it's like, you know, as a as a young quarterback, you're allowed to make certain mistakes, bad reads, you get fooled by, you know, defensive coverages. Folks can live with that, but like some of his turnovers were just like just bad football. And his mechanics didn't look like they improved. His footwork, you know, didn't look like he, he improved. His pocket presence was just, just monstrous. And it's just, you know, you will hope that he had some sort of chemistry, you know, with Terry McLaurin, you know, being the Ohio State guys. And it's just, I just, just don't think that that really, you know, came to fruition they really wanted to. And then, so after they started with him, you know, I wasn't shocked when they, when they benched him. Um, I was shocked that he actually failed the third string, you know, twice, you know, during this season. And then it's like, if you can't beat out a guy with one leg, I mean, that just, that kind of really seals, you know, your deal. And, um, and it's, I, but I didn't see, I didn't really see him being cut though. I mean, it's just, it's just, they just felt like we can't even get anything on the market for this guy because he's just so bad. So it's like, we just going to cut bait and just go our separate ways. But I mean, it's it's like you know, you know, this this franchise has made a lot of questionable decisions, um, you know, over the last decade. But you know, this one is just like you know, just I just put the kid out of his misery. I mean, I think he was just lost, you know, out there, and it, it just hurts me as a fan, and as a fan of black quarterbacks, just to see just him, you know, go through what he went through. And it's just like you know, I've talked to many people that you know, I have friends who have seen him hanging out, you know partying you know like in the summertime um, yes just, let's get into that <laughs> not, not this summer but like last summer and and just like you know where he was passed out in his vehicle like the door wide open and I'm just like dude what's what's really going like you can't do that in the DC area like for, like for so many reasons and then it's just and, but then it's like I've also talked to other people in the media who have you know become close to him and it's like he's a good kid He's going to, you know, he's, he's still trying to figure things out, so forth and so on, which I get. But it's just like, I think that he didn't really approach the whole situation of being a starting quarterback, especially in the nation's capital, and like what that really means and how much of a, under the microscope you'll be, you know, in that. And it's, it, I think, you know, he just didn't pr pr prepare just the way that he should have been preparing. And he really, I guess he didn't take it. You know, I mean, he's still only 23 years old, you know, so he did. I, I mean, I, I don't want to make excuses for him, but I just don't think he approached the opportunity as well as he should have or took it as seriously as he should have. And as you see, the result is what happened today. Well, I mean, you you got into a lot of the issues with Dwayne Haskins. And right. one of the major issues you touched on, I want to kind of get your opinion. They gave this man up for nothing. They just, right. they just got rid of him. And if you remember when he first got demoted to third string, he requested a trade and nothing ever right. came of that. Right. So like- what, That's a pretty bad response? sign when you openly request a trade and just like, nah, we good. Right. <laughs> no, nobody has any interest in you whatsoever. So, you know, it's just so, tough, it's tough. So is that your opinion? You just think that no one had any interest? I mean, it has to be that. I'm like, you could have got something. Because you, if you look at it, it's, it's different when, you know, if he didn't get an opportunity to play. So it's like, okay, people might take a chance on you just based off of, you know, how he performed in college and kind of like his ratings coming in. But to be honest with you, if you look back, and I had this conversation with people today, it was like, you know what? 
maybe Ohio State system is just, you know, a system that is best for college. And if you look at their quarterbacks, when I, and I mentioned when I say quarterbacks, I'm talking about him, um, Cardell Jones, DJ and Manuel. Then, you know, other quarterbacks, Troy, Troy Smith, you know, other other quarterbacks that came out of that system, you know, Urban Meyer system. And it's just like, you know, it's easy when you're in college and you have, you know, four or five star players, you know, you got the, the best track stars, the best athletes, and you can kind of line up and the game is easy to you, you know, on a week to week basis. But when you get into college, I mean, you get into pros and everybody is good. It really, it's really going to tell on you if you're not, you know, legit or not. And I think it's a reason that, you know, a lot of, a lot of teams passed on him, you know, in that first round, which, which, which he felt he was so upset about. Um, and, you know, he, and he, and he held the chip on his shoulder, but it's, if you look at, if you go back, look at it, he really only played one year as a starting quarterback at Ohio state. Now, granted he had, you know, a heck of a season, you know, that one season and was a, a Heisman finalist, but then that's really all he really did. So it's just like, you know, a lot, like look at the quarterbacks that's like the young quarterbacks that are thriving in, in, in today's NFL, even even that, you know, for just a, a year or two under their boat. But, you know, they've been starting for a couple of seasons in college. They really had that one magical season. And, you know, this kind of just like, oh, where did this guy come from? And that's the kind of, you know, even, even with Cardell Jones, Cardell Jones had like a, a he had a bigger res- college resume of starting at quarterback and playing in big games than Dwayne, even Dwayne Haskins had. So, I mean, I think from the jump, you know, it's like I wasn't really – that sold on him when we drafted him, but I was like, you know what? First rounder, they, they're going to do what they need to do to put pieces around him. And, you know, it's a black quarterback and it's in DC. So, you know, all that, I was like, you know, let's go, you know, even though I wasn't really a hundred percent, you know, with it, but I'm just like, you know, he, he, he is who they, who they, who they drafted him to be. And so let's move forward from here and kind of put pieces around him. But, you know, and then, and then also I think, I think it's the, the the organization has some fault at, but I think a lot of fault falls on him as well. Um, but I mean, I just think looking back on it, I think if we if we really studied it and the interest in him kind of coming into that draft, you saw kind of like, oh yeah, but maybe this guy wasn't as good as we really thought he was, and he just ended up getting selected high, you know, and, and benefited from that. Yeah. So let's look forward. And you mentioned really great points about Ohio State and that program altogether and looking at the NFL and looking at the college level, different pacing, way different right. levels. Where does Justin Fields now? Where does that lead see, him? Yes, see, I, I don't, I, I'm not a believer in Justin Fields either. I mean, I think he's a, I think he's okay. a tremendous player. He's a great athlete. He's, he, he's a great improviser. Um, but it's like, if you look at the NFL game, you know, versus the college game, and you see how like spread out the you know Ohio State's offense is, and how he's able to like kind of make plays all over the field. The NFL is, is not is not is not kind of set up like that. And I think Haskins was pretty much a better fit, you know, coming in because of his pocket, you know, pocket awareness and presence in college than what you know Fields is. Fields is like play like he'll sit back in the pocket, but you know he will take off on you and make plays with his feet, um, you know, sort of like uh, you know Lamar Jackson, so you know, so to speak. And, you know, it's like Haskins was, he, he was pretty much more better suited for the NFL, you know, than I think Fields is. And just looking at the track record of how those quarterbacks have performed and put up ridiculous numbers in that system, but kind of just flamed out in the pros, I really don't expect, you know, a lot out of Justin Fields. I, I hope he comes out, you know, and performs well. I mean, by all means, I'm, I'm, I'll be cheering for him to be successful, but 
my football eye, I don't, I don't really see him being, you know, as, you know, dominant or being, being a, a strong, like, you know, dominant NFL quarterback. Man, yeah, I, I know his draft stock had to decrease incredibly after this day, but just in general, Dwayne Haskins' performance and the performance of Ohio State quarterbacks in general, I see him like he's the number two quarterback on a lot right, of people's right. boards. I mean, well, I, mean I, I don't think people will hold Haskins too too far, you know, against him because, you know, like I said, he had a high, like he, he, was, a, he was a better prospect, you know, coming in to college than Haskins was. And uh, what, he, tra- he transferred from Georgia to, to Ohio State. So like, then he has like what, two, two, two and a half seasons of starting as mm-hmm. a quarterback. So he has, he has a greater, you know, resume, you know, coming in right. than Haskins, Haskins is. And I mean, but I, you know, and somebody will, somebody will take a shot at it, shot on him. But it, it, you know, depends on like how a team is built. I don't think he can go to like a bad team because I think he'll, he'll need like a lot of pieces around him to succeed. And I think that's where kind of it hurt Haskins as well too, because Haskins came into a situation where it's like the offensive line wasn't really, you know, as stable. They had the whole uh, Trent Williams situation going on. So he didn't have like a pro bowl, you know, left tackle, you know, you know, at his disposal, he really didn't have, you know, outside of, you know, Terry McLaurin, the best, you know, the best weapons, but then it's like, on the other end, it's like, well, you still have to make do with what you have on the field. And if you look at his stats, he's the lowest rated, uh, he has the lowest rated QBR in the league. But Alex Smith does have, you know, the second lowest rated QBR. But it's like when Alex Smith and Kyle Allen came in the game to replace him and, and, and when they led that offense, the offense was a lot more productive. And under Alex Smith, they produced wins. And then they, did, and they didn't turn the ball over as much as Haskins did. I think Haskins... And the last two and a half games he's played has turned the ball over seven times. And and he has like a one, I think he's a one and eight record as a starting quarterback. So, you know, right. I mean, yeah. It, it, it's hard to argue and, 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 hard and, to and it's hard to cape for somebody <laughs> when you got all that, all them stats in front of you like that. Exactly. Especially when Terry McLaurin, he is making the most out of like 18 quarterback situation. And for him, like, this is a guy who we're looking at him. He can be one of the premier wide receivers in the league. No doubt. As far as the stats, he is a premier wide receiver. Mm -hmm. And he has three touchdowns on the year. The most um, reception yards he got in a game was 125. And that was the second game of the season. Mm -hmm. So, like, he's just not one. I think um, he was only targeted 10 times in the Baltimore game. So, like, these are things that, like, if you have a premier wide receiver like Terry McLaurin, Right. You can't, I mean, I'm all for, I would say it all the time. Like he doesn't have enough weapons, but when you have Terry McLaurin, you got to target him more than 10 times. You yeah. got to get that going. But then it's like, you just can't turn the ball over, especially like yeah. when you, when you're in a situation and I, and I think the situation, it was, it was a tough situation, but it was also a beneficial situation for him because coming in, it's like, all you got to do, it's like, you have an amazing defense. So all you got to do is just play smart football, be a game manager. Just don't do anything crazy and, you know, just let your defense keep you in the game and you just make the plays you need to make or whatever. But even in like the, the, the Pittsburgh game, he came in and just like, dude, what are you like? It's a, some of the stuff he was doing was like, dude, what are you doing? Like, are you trying to lose the game on purpose? Yeah. And, then, and then it's like, and then it's like, it didn't get any better the two weeks following that. And it's just like, he had a great opportunity this past week. Cause like, look, dude, your reputation is just like, all over the place right now. It's not. It's not. It's, it's. It's not in the best of lights. But you could come in, show that you prepared all week, 
and you're going up against a team who only has four wins all season. So it's it's not it's not like you're throwing them like okay we we putting you up against the the Ravens or the Chiefs or the Packers or whatever like that. It's like you coming in here, you have a favorable matchup. All you got to do is play smart football. Don't turn the ball over and let your defense pretty much like win, win the game. game. And so he mm-hmm. came out two two like the some of the worst interceptions he's thrown <laughs> this season. Fumbled the football. I mean, it's like and he, you saw they lost by seven points. You know, and then. When 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 uh when Hinky came in the game, it's like all of a sudden it's like oh people are open people you know he's finding windows the ball is moving up and down the field it's like what well, why couldn't Haskins do that you know what I'm saying and and he prepared more so for the game plan than Hinky did now granted you know they didn't have tape on Hinky and stuff like that so you know I, I don't expect for Hinky to come in next week and kind of be the same way going moving up and down the field but it's just like dude it's like come out play like play like you you belong there. And not like you just scared, and then you just go do any, any, just throw anything up. And that's what that's how he was playing. Like to be honest, I always compared the Wayne Haskins to the way I play Madden. Madden, through Madden, I stuck at it because it's like you don't, you can't play quarterback well, Madden. You're 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 doomed. And it's like you miss windows. It's a, so I'm off with Madden. So I'm going to admit that like right now. But the way I play on Madden is the way Dwayne Haskins plays in real life. And it's just like, uh, at some point, it's like, I can't even watch this anymore. And I think and I think everybody else, you know, couldn't watch it. And I think Ron Rivera had to be like, look, I can't have my team who are fighting for their lives to make the playoffs out here every week. And I put in this guy who obviously isn't on the same accord as everyone else. And then don't even mention that after losing to the Seahawks last week, then you then you like seen at a party with strippers and and no mask and and you already you already had one COVID violation on your against you already this season so it's just like do like do you not get it or not and obviously I just think he, he, he doesn't get it and it's just like you you just can't let that happen like I can, I'm not gonna say he can't be anywhere out enjoying life I'm not saying football has to be a hundred percent you know him I can't you know you, whatever you, however you decide to blow off steam more power to you I'm not gonna knock that but dude like you can't just be out. First of all, you had first of all you had a party. So if you had if you had like a, a, a secret party or like a intimate party, whatever like that, why why are you not making sure pictures aren't being taken? So that's another thing being young. And then and then it's like, dude, you have no mask on. So it's like, so say if you get if you get if you catch COVID in that situation, you're not even putting yourself at risk. You're putting every you're putting the whole team at risk. And See, like I said, and you already <laughs> been warned about the COVID stuff already. It's just like, dude. It's like, what else more we can we can we do? And it's like, I think they they didn't have any other any other option than just to just to get rid of. You brought up so many. <laughs> trying to unpack everything you said right you know there. Because... I, I've been trying to be chill about this, like for yesterday and today, and just been like saying little things here and there. But I re- I guess I really did have a lot to get off, get off my chest. Yeah, no, it, it's piling up and. <laughs> You make sense. Like, I think everyone agrees with you. Looking at Haskins, what he's been doing on the field, you're biting your tongue. And then looking how he's conducting himself off the field, 
You're like, wait a minute. You're looking at him sideways because why are you doing this? And then you continuously, like he continuously have these apologies. Oh, I'm so sorry. I misconducted myself. I will make sure I'll do better. Uh, let's look at his tweet. When he tweeted about my time with the um, Washington football team has unfortunately come to an end. I thank the team and fans for the opportunity to play for the team I grew up rooting for. I take full responsibility for not meeting the standards of an NFL QB and will become a better man and player because of this experience. Does he really mean this? Does this, is this that's, a straight, that's, a, that's a straight BS P, PR spun tweet that his, his, his team, I guess, put together led by his father. So, you know, it's like, I'm not even paying attention. Anything he has to say at this point, I'm just like, dude, <laughs> until your actions show it, I don't even want to hear anything else you got to say. Especially like when you see other QBs around the league, like Jalen Hurts, you know, is out here getting his opportunity and making the most out of the opportunity. He might not be getting the wins, but he's all he, but he's 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 made people think that okay, well maybe maybe he should be the starting quarterback going forward, and not Carson Wentz. So it's just like, dude, it's like you've been like in the position to you know be that guy. You you just haven't take, taken advantage of it, and it's just like when you wake up. Then I hear some people always kind of like, oh, well, you know, the culture, you know, in DC is not the best for him. Like, okay, I get, I get, I get the, I can't, I can't, I can't just defend the culture that has gone with the Washington football team over the last couple of years. But I, what I can say is that since Ron Rivera has taken over, it's been like a whole, it's been just like a 180 and, it, and they're heading in, in the right direction. And it's like, you can't have, you know, you know, things that, that go on like, that has gone on with like Haskins, you know, you, you just can't let it be tolerated if you're going if you're trying to like build you know a new you know foundation here going forward and it's just you know i just it just it just it sucks because it's like he's from here and to be honest with you i hate when players from here play for local teams because nine times out of ten it never works out <laughs> because it's just like and just just especially when you're young and you know it's like chase, chase young is kind of kind of kind of being the anti you know um kind of the, the, the bizarro you know contingent of that because he's been like the model you know player and it's just like dude it's like you have other young players on the team that you can be around and then people always say well maybe he didn't have the right people in his ear like dude he has Doug Williams it's like one of his mentors or whatever you know on the team or whatever like that so like I think he has the right people in place putting words in his ears but it's like if you don't if he doesn't listen and he doesn't apply what people are telling him then it's like you want you get what you what you're getting, and it's just like at, at a certain point, it's like yeah, like the franchise is not you know the most perfect place or whatever, but it's kind of moving toward that direction. But it's just like at some point, it's like maybe it's just Dwayne Haskins, and, and in this case, I think it's, it's just Dwayne Haskins. Well, I have to agree. I mean, I've been rooting for him heavy because, like you um, you mentioned earlier, he's a black quarterback. We like to see. Um, a, a shift in that culture where there are only white quarterbacks. And because right. of that, when we see a young black quarterback, we're like, okay, crossing our fingers, is this a guy? But he was given every possible chance to like not be the, I, I hate for lack of a better way of saying this, the affirmative action type guy. Like he, he, was, he, was, he was given an opportunity to be the guy. Not right. he, was he, had, he had everything handed to me. They gave him right. the keys and was just like, I, to be honest with you, I was shocked that they even named him a captain. But then I was like, you know what? I get it. I, you know, it's, it's a good sign that you have like this young football team and that he is the starting quarterback of the team. So like, you know, kind of push him to like, you know, be a leader. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
get with, you know, get with, get with Terry and the other like veteran leaders on the team and, you know, take us, you know, into, you know, a new season heading in the right direction and kind of doing the right things. And it's like, if you're, that, that makes it even worse. Like when you're a captain and you're the one that's out here committing like all these, like this dumb, right. dumb stuff, or whatever. So. Yeah. And, and that kind of brings me to Trey Lance, um, the North Dakota state quarterback. Uh, mm -hmm. I, you know, I'm trying to look forward, trying to look at hypotheticals here. Um, what are your thoughts on drafting a quarterback or is that a waste of a draft pick? Do we just go after skill guys and offensive? Line? I mean, it's, it's like this. I think, I think we definitely have to go off after some playmakers in the draft. So it, it depends on like if we make the playoffs or not, like what our draft position will be. But I think quarterback have definitely have to be a priority. Um, you know, around here, we don't really draft young quarterbacks outside of RG3 and kind of groom them to be, you know, a star or a solid quarterback kind of moving forward. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if, if we brought like Matt Ryan in or like one of the other QBs who are veterans that, uh, will be free agents um, this season. But I mean, I think we have to definitely just, just go out there, you're know, like a young guy, just to kind of groom because you we can't really go into next season with Alex Smith as the quarterback. I mean, Alex Smith is a good story, but it's just like, it's it's just, he he's on his way out, to be honest with you. You know, I mean, he, he's had a, a very, you know, fruitful career, but I mean, like I said, he's playing on one leg now. And then, and now as you see, he can't even, you know, play in the big games because, you know, his, 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 he has a calf injury that's from overcompensating to, you know, to, you know, to replace the broken leg or whatever. Um, so it, it, I, I think we definitely have to go. I don't know if, if the guy from North Dakota State is, is, is the, uh, the way to go. I know he, his, his stock has been, you know, increasing, you know, over the last couple of months. I think he only played like one game this season because he wanted to kind of, you know, right. protect himself going into the draft. Um, but you know, I mean, he has like that whole, you know, Carson Wentz, you know, sort of, um, I guess lineage and system, you know, and, you know, I mean, Carson Wentz wasn't, you know, a bad quarterback until like this year. Um, and then, so, I mean, we're definitely not going to be in the running for Trevor Lawrence. Uh, you got the kid from BYU who's pretty strong. Um, uh, I can't remember, I could, for this quarterback, I can't, his name slips my mind right now. Um, but he, he he'll probably declare for the draft. He's a, he he. I wouldn't mind getting help because he 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 is a gamer. Um, I think he's a, a player that kind of players that teammates will rally around. Um, but yeah, I think we definitely have to draft. You know, either in the first or second round, you know, a QB, and then get another playmaking wide receiver. Um, I mean, I think running back. I think we're pretty pretty cool with right now. Um, and then, yeah, I think we definitely need some, some offensive line help. I mean, at defense, I think we're, 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 we're good where we're at. So I think this is a drive we need to really just focus on getting offensive weapons and, and, and O-line depth. Um, and then, but I think QB should be the number one priority, but, you know, I, I, I definitely will not be surprised if we throw some money at a veteran QB that's going, you know, get released from like one of these, uh, situations. Um, cause I believe Drew Brees, I, he may not be back next year. Uh, I know Matt Ryan is going to be a free agent, and it's uh, it's one other notable quarterback. Um, Dak, think, yeah, Dak. Well, well, well Dak, well, Dak a franchise, and then Jerry Jones will never, will never, uh, will never, will never. <laughs> I would love, I would love for us to get Dak Prescott. I mean, that would be, yeah, be and crazy. I can't stand the Cowboys, but that would that would be a dream come true. Um, and so, yeah, we'll we'll see though. 
We definitely will have to see. But Cam Newton. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait, let's just sorry. I was about to bring I was about to bring his name up too, and I was like, no, nah, I'm not gonna do it. Let me, you, you had to let me at least it. get it out there. He is going to be free. It right. obviously didn't work right. out with the Patriots. That was not a great fit, also. Um, but if Cam possibly goes to the Washington football team, will that be a recreation of Carolina will that just be another to be honest with you I know Cam is like still like you know I'm it's it's questions of if if he's really 100% right now um and like you know he's one of the other people who didn't really have you know offseason or training camp you know he he signed with the Patriots you know kind of late you know in the the process um but what from what I've seen in that system and I would trust the Patriots system more than I would trust our current system I, I don't I don't see it. I, I just don't think he can, can he can really get the ball downfield you know in the in the lanes and pockets that he used to um and then he still kind of once stuff breaks down still trying to rely on his legs and he's not as fast you know as he used to be so he's taking a lot more you know um kind of thudding shots than you would you know in the past so yeah I, to, I mean for his redemption story yeah it's cute but I mean, I, I think they need to kind of like look at where are you are we going to be five years from now, and who's going to be that quarterback and get that quarterback in the house. And if you need if you need to bring in like a veteran quarterback, I just I just I just I just haven't seen what I need to see from Cam. To be honest with you, I just yeah. Well, I mean, I I think that Cam has some more in his tank, but you might be right. He might need a he might need a program that is not in a, like a true need like Washington. Washington is in a need for a long-term guy. Um, maybe like the Broncos or Chicago would be a great fit for Kim. Um, but that brings me to my next question. And it was about, it was kind of bridging off of, you said you didn't like Dallas. The fate of Washington is in the hands of Dallas right now after. Well, no, well, our fate still, we still control our own fate. So all we have to yeah. do is win, and it don't matter what nobody else does. But okay. since they fletched us to Sunday night, then it's like we will kind of be watching the Cowboys Giants. Um, but I, you know, I would be so sick to my stomach if the Cowboys beat the Giants and we lose to the Eagles, and the Cowboys go to the playoffs. That would just be, oh, that would be so sickening. That would be so sickening. But like Dang. I say. If the Cowboys make it to the playoffs with Andy Dalton and after the big fiasco that was not signing Dak to a max deal, if if all that, if that happened, Jerry Jones gonna be partying because it's gonna be like oh. I was right, I was right, you know, blah blah I did blah, it. you know. So, and then and then he's probably gonna figure a way to screw Dak some more instead of giving that man his money, but maybe franchise him again or you know. So I don't know, but. Yeah. But yeah, um, but like I said, at the end of the day, we still control our own destiny. So just just win, just win. Like I, I I really expect I would be shocked if Alex Smith doesn't play. And I think if I think if if last Sunday, in my personal opinion, I feel like if last Sunday was like the last game of the season and we needed to win that, I think Alex Smith would have played. But I think if you look at you know the schedule and you're like, okay, well you have two games against you know two losing teams. We already beat Philly already even though it's a different Philly team, you know, with Hurts than it was with Wentz. But it's like, you look at, you have two chances to win. And so if we give Alex another week, you know, the rest is, you know, calf, 
and get a little more, you know, healthier, then you hopefully you win that game. And then Alex is, you know, a little better for the playoffs. Then I, I think in my mind, that's what they were thinking. So it's like, well, let's keep him out of the week. And then I'm sure Terry McLaurin will, will, will come back, even though he's in, he's in a walking boot right now. I, I, I'm sure he probably will play, you know, on, on Sunday night. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm wishfully thinking that, that those two will be ready to go for us. And I think we should be the Eagles because the Eagles have nothing to play for. Uh, I, I seriously doubt they'll be playing, you know, their, you know, key players. Um, so, you know, we'll see. Well, I hope not because I'm going to tell you right now, um, when I was watching the game and they said Tyler Heineke, or no, Tyler Hinkie's coming out. And then I was Googling. Said who? <laughs> and then I found out his name was Taylor Heineke. Yeah, well, yeah. We don't even know who the man was. We don't know who the man is. Don't nobody know who the man is. Can this man lead us to a win? I mean, it's like, I think that was the first time he had played in two years. Um, yeah. So, you know, I don't have faith in it. And I mean, and I, and I think like, you know, it's, it's easy to come into a game, you know, against a team and no one has prepared for you or, or seen any tape on you whatsoever. And, you know, and you're two scores down. So you just kind of just like pitching and catching. It's like you're playing, uh, you know, eight on eight, you know, uh, you know, the whole field or whatever. So I, a whole week of preparation, you know, and with a, with a playoff game on the line. So that's a lot more pressure, you know, on your, on your shoulders. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I hope it doesn't come to that. I really hope it doesn't come to that. Man. Well, I'm going to be watching in between my, uh, my hands uh, because it's going to be very interesting. I wish I, I wish I couldn't watch, but of course I'll be watching. So I, oh, I, 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 I wish it was doing the day so I can just watch red zone and then whatever happens and it goes to the games and I'll have to just watch every play, but you know, Man, it is what it is, but it's gonna be all defense. It looks like. Uh, <laughs> hey, but, I'm, I'm, ho I'm hoping Chase Young to put his Superman cape on and just try to do everything himself to try to win the game because it seems like every week he starts to do that. So you know, I think defensively we'll be cool. It just, it's just kind of offense do anything. So, well, we're gonna have to see. Um, I'm, I want to leave it there. I know we called you last minute. We appreciate you so much. No, no problem. No problem serious news for Washington and hopefully um, we make the playoffs and can make something shape, at least win one game. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, it, it's, it, it, it will be, you know, kind of, you know, sweet for us to win that because, you know, look at like the whole, like how the season, you know, kind of shook out Ron Rivera taking over, you know, minority coach. And then he kind of had to go through his situation, you know, fighting mm -hmm. cancer and then, you know, Alex Smith, his story, you know, so like I said, I feel like this whole season has been like the Alex Smith movie. It's like the perfect you know, movie script. So I like, he has to make the playoffs. It's like, it's a perfect ending, you know? And then, cause like, you know, you're not going to follow him getting blown out the next week in the playoffs. So it's like, it has to be like Alex Smith went through all this, came, come back on one leg, lead his team back to the playoffs, walk off in the sunset. Bam. Sunset. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's like the perfect Disney movie. I it's mean, a Disney Plus movie. This is reality, exactly. and they have a game on Sunday. Hey, and... let me let me dream, right? All right, all right. <laughs> Bring us back down from the clouds. Let's <laughs> make something shake. But Marcus, where people where can people find you? Um, we told them that you work for the undefeated. Um, hit a social, but where else can people get content from you? Yeah, I mean, my my, my personal um, accounts are at Gucciavelli, G O O C H A V E L I, on um, IG and uh, Twitter. So that's probably where you find me for the most part. Um, so yeah, I mean, then also you know, follow the undefeated. We got a lot of stuff coming up. Um, 
a yes. big, big content uh, package uh, coming out around Black History Month, uh, where we pretty much celebrate Black History every day. But you know, we have a couple of special collabs and stuff coming out. You know, during Black History Month, and um, yeah, so just if you're not following Undefeated, you know, tune in to us on a daily basis. A lot of quality content for people that look like us. So, absolutely. Um, well, thank you so much. And thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in to another episode of Riled Up. Remember to um, catch us on Thursday. We're going to be talking about the game. But hit us up. Let us know who you want on the show next. And remember to stay riled up.